Hi, I'm your host, Lillian. And I'm your host, Fakri, and you are listening to Food Nonfiction. You'll notice that, unfortunately, in today's episode, Fakri isn't here. She's actually off in California. But Fakri and I still worked on this episode together. She actually collected all of our interviews on the California drought and the issues with the salmon runs in California. Okay, let's get started. In December 2014, a good rain finally came to California after three years of drought. Same system is bringing much-needed rain and snow to California. For the first time in months, wet weather. Punishing drought conditions in California. Extreme. This January, zero rain days. This isn't going to end well. This isn't going to end well. But December was too late for some. The Chinook salmon needed that water back in the months of summer and fall. The Chinook salmon is also called the king salmon. It's been given this grand name because it's the largest species of salmon. The Chinook salmon spend most of their lives in the northern part of the Pacific Ocean. When it's time to spawn, they swim upstream from saltwater to freshwater. Thousands of Chinook salmon, the king salmon, went to spawn in California in the summer and fall of 2014. They swam up California's biggest river, the Sacramento River, to the northern Central Valley, where each generation loyally returns every year to spawn. But the drought caused a big problem. The Sacramento River was too low. The lack of rain meant the river did not rise to its normal level. The sun burned too hot, heating the water into the low 60s in degrees Fahrenheit, around 15-16 degrees Celsius. This temperature can kill fertilized eggs. They need cool water. This isn't the first time tragedy has struck for the Chinook salmon. The previous year had similar problems. Shallow, warm water, the kind you'd find in a kiddie pool, is bad news for spawning salmon. They need sufficient water to swim up to spawn, and once they've spawned, their eggs need to have cool water with good oxygen and flows that are sufficient to get them to the stage where they can hatch and get out of the rivers. That was Carrie Burr of the Fishery Foundation of California. My name's Carrie Burr. She is a senior fisheries biologist. Her mission is to increase fish populations so that fishermen have better opportunities to catch fish in California. 200 years ago, there were closer to 2 million Chinook salmon that spawned in California's Central Valley. Why was this area such a perfect breeding ground? because there used to be the opposite to shallow, warm water there. There used to be abundantly flowing cool water. The Sierra Nevada and the Cascades mountain ranges border the Central Valley. These are huge mountain ranges. The Sierra Nevada to the east and the Cascades to the north. That is the landscape of the Central Valley. 
In the summer and fall, the snow melts and flows down into the central valley, and the Chinook salmon spawn happily in the water. But the snow is retreating. As average temperatures keep rising, the snow keeps retreating. Less snow in the winter equals less water in the summer. An adult salmon's only mission in life is to get back to their native stream to spawn. Spawning is the process of releasing eggs and sperm. The Chinook species of salmon dies after spawning. Both the males and females die after spawning, and their bodies decompose, adding nutrients to the water and making it a more fertile place for their offspring to start life in. It's hard to think that it's all for nothing, that many of the next generations of salmon will grow up, migrate back to their native streams, spawn, die, and have their eggs die as well. So what do we do? Biologist Carrie Burr works on projects that help salmon at all points of their life cycle. Uh, we actually address all points in the life cycle, but our, our current project that we're working on right now is helping salmon during the point of the life cycle where they would naturally swim downstream out to the ocean. We're actually getting the smolts out of the rivers toward the ocean so that they can grow up and come back and spawn in the rivers again. Smolts are basically juvenile salmon that have hatched and are going to swim to the ocean. So this project involves providing net pens for the salmon that are coming out of their hatcheries. These juvenile salmon called smolts are trucked from their hatcheries to these net pens where they spend time getting used to the water temperatures and salinity changes before they get released. The trucking operation itself bypasses the delta pumping projects and helps the salmon to get from point A to point B without encountering many of the perils that might actually end their life before they get out to the ocean, such as predators, um, pumping projects, in-stream pollution, warm water temperatures, and things like that. So basically, instead of swimming to the ocean, the juvenile salmon get a truck ride from where they are born to the edge of the ocean. They get some time to get used to the ocean, and then they are released into it. I want to convey how passionate I am about what I do. <laughs> Luckily, there are passionate biologists like Carrie Burr working to help save the salmon. It's really important for me that my career reflect my values as a human being and a biologist and I joined the FFC, the Fishery Foundation, because I feel that they're a creative hands-on organization and um, it satisfies my desire to implement on-the-ground projects and do something to solve problems rather than to sit on the sidelines and um, watch things happen. So I'm, I'm very passionate about being part of solutions and I care a lot about uh, conservation and preservation.
Hey, food buffs! We hope you enjoyed today's episode. As usual, if you have any suggestions or comments or recipes, please write into us at feedback at foodnonfiction.com. Special shout out to our listener, Heather, who was the first listener to ever write in to our show here at Food Nonfiction. Thank you so much, Heather. Keep listening and keep subscribing, and we'll see you next week.